Okay, that's it. Uh, Psalm 119. Psalm 119. The left. Move, hang, entrance, door. I am laid low in the dust. Preserve my life according to your word. I recounted my ways and you answered me. Teach me your decrees. Let me understand the teaching of your precepts. Then I will mediate on your wonders. Meditate. Thank you. You're one to discuss. There's no reason for mediation. <laughs> My soul is weary with, with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Keep me from deceitful ways. Be gracious to me through your law. I have chosen the way of truth and set my heart on your laws. I hold fast to your statutes, O Lord. Not let me be put to shame. I run in the path of your commands, for you have set my heart free. Woohoo. Okay. So I read anything about the laws. So like, I, exactly. <laughs> um, we uh, so many people with all kinds of problems. Paul was in the hospital again for three days, and he's out. He sent me this morning, said he was getting out, so I assume that happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he, he, yes. Let me interrupt you, but I called Elaine, and the time I called her, they were getting in the elevator on on their way out. Oh, oh good. good. So they are out. Oh, good. good. They, that's good. Because but she didn't call me after that okay so. well that's all right i'm oh, sure they're home by now but it just has been one thing after another with him and uh, he's been really weak you know just downhearted and you know we want to keep paul in prayer he just he needs to get through this he needs to be encouraged we went to see him in the hospital yeah 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 he told me i got there right i was there before you and then after you because he was asleep when i got there so i went back later but um then we also have um uh nick out in california has been having some uh internal problems and so we want to keep him in prayer i haven't heard from don who was in the icu last week all week so i assume that he's still not doing very well and um then we got our sister nance out in california who's got a uh, it's not a broken clavicle but it's a like removed something happened separated separated, thank you separated clavicle so she's in pain so and i know there's other things that i i was sent this week and i cannot remember what they all are i didn't write them down and bring them with me and so uh, I'm sorry about that but lots of people that are out there with all kinds of problems and um, uh, might as well announce this before we go to prayer is that we need to fall back on Saturday night so don't forget to fall back and um, I just I got a I got a thing from Sergio so I want to make sure that this is I think it's Sergio if it's somebody else and I'm not going to answer it forgot to connect the chair thank you Sergio I must have said that three times are you going to connect that chair? Oh, I, you should have just done it because I did not hear you. And if I didn't respond, then that means obviously I didn't hear you. Okay, so there we go. Um, thank you, Sergio. Sorry about that, people. I had no idea that uh, I didn't connect that. Um, anyway, um, so I don't know where I was with that. Yeah, fall back. Don't forget to fall back, which is um, uh, Saturday night at 2 o'clock. You have to get up and fall back. And um, so, and then um, uh, just so everybody online knows this, we will have a Bible class next week, but I will not be here. I've got to go somewhere. And so I won't be here. Burke is going to have the Bible class and we will have it online as long as everything goes right and they get everything turned on. So um, anybody online, we should have as normal. If it's not on, it's just because something happened, but it should work just fine. And... um, uh, so next week, I won't be here, but Burke will be here for a Bible class, and it's going to be Philippians 1, Philippians chapter 1. So read up on that, and, um, well, let's just go to the Lord. Yes. Just real quick. 
This is uh, Janice's other brother. I have met you. Hey, Charlie. I have met you. Yeah. you I just wanted to, to share and pray for this as well. He's okay. Diagnosed with pan pancreatic cancer. Oh boy! And wow. It's, it's spread to the liver. Is that correct? Oh boy. And the uh, adrenal gland. And the adrenal gland. So we've got we've got two cases of cancer here in the uh, church as well. So, and who's that back in the corner? Oh, that's Tom. Yeah, Robert. That's what Paul Stoll had before. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, we, we got to pray and get started here. We got a long class today. Heavenly Father, here we are in your presence, and you, you've heard lots of, uh, lots of needs that have been lifted up to you, and we've got another one that's coming to the class today with uh, pancreatic cancer, cancer, which has spread into the liver and elsewhere, and Tom, who's going through his own cancer right now. And all of the people that I mentioned already that have got these problems that are, are having troubles, Lord, we certainly lift them up to you. And you're aware of these things. You do know these things. And uh, we put them in your capable hands, knowing that that's where they belong. And we pray to you for these things. And we, we just ask that your will be done in their lives and that you will receive the glory through whatever happens. And uh, we thank you for the opportunity to come and to look into your word. And we cherish this precious word. We thank you for it and uh, we just ask that you help us to handle it rightly and to uh, be responsible with it and we just commit this uh, service this bible class to you and we do it in jesus name amen, amen. okay we get, uh, we'll get through two verses today and maybe not through the second one but i hope we do um go ahead romans eight twenty eight today great the chapter heading is more than conquer more and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Okay, I'm not even there yet. I'm still looking for it. Okay, we'll give you some comments on this and uh, try not to spend too much time on 828, even though it's a marvelous verse. Everybody should remember verse 828. It's just one that we ought to commit to memory. But um, uh, 829 is something that's going to take probably four or five pages of notes. So uh, let's see, 828, this is another, oh, I just said that, this is another of the recommended memory verses for everybody. It is something that we can cling to and be upheld by and inspired by all the days of our walk with Christ. Okay, there's there are not a lot of times I recommend people remember a verse, and if you're not good at remembering the verse, remember where the verse is. It's like, you know, 1 John 3, 8, and, uh, you know, John three sixteen. just remember where they are and then you can go back and you can get the proper quote. But 828 is one of them that you should remember. Uh, Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, um, Romans 10.9 and 10. These are verses you should just know what they say and where to go to refresh yourself on them. But anyway, and we know, is, let me read you the verse again, just because, um, uh, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Okay. So, and we know indicates certainty. We have to, it, when Paul says, and we know, he is saying that this is something that we know. It is certain, okay? If we know it, then why do we think and act as if the words are not true? Be certain in what you know, okay? We have a perfect example of our brother right here who's come in today with cancer, and he could apply this to his life right now. And we know that all things, including cancer, work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Nick has been out in California laying in a bed for years, I think, and he knows this. He knows what this verse says, and he applies it daily. He's always encouraging other people. He's taking care of their needs, and uh, when he's the one that could be sitting there saying, woe is me. He's always uplifting people, 
And uh, so if we can apply this type of a verse to our life, because it says that it's true, it must be true, then we're going to be a lot better off. Okay, this verse actually is not a standalone thought, but it is tied into what Paul has been saying in the previous verses. As we wait for the redemption of our body and our glorification, we have weaknesses. Okay, I've certainly had weaknesses since uh, I fell off the roof a couple weeks ago. You know, it just, it, it, it happens and we get old. I, funny, I was over at the car wash. Did, yes, I washed my car. It's been almost a year. And uh, I, I went over there and while I was waiting for the thing to come out, there's this old guy with a, a hat on that said Vietnam. And so I said, well, where did you serve? Meaning where in Vietnam? And he said, oh, I served in Korea. So he's wearing the wrong thing. I got talking to him. In a and into Korea, and he did a bad landing, and he burned his knee very badly, so they had to let him go. And come to find out, he's my old high school coach from from 1982. Anyway, it took a while for us to get to that. I kept asking about, where are you from? And, you know, and finally we got to, well, what'd you do after you got out of there? And he says, well, I was a coach. I said, where were you a coach? Because he was looking familiar. Oh, Riverview High School. I said, there, that, that answers yes. that question. That's but, why you look familiar. Yeah, that's why you look familiar. Anyway, um, so um, uh, we're waiting for the redemption of our bodies and our glorification. We have weaknesses, just as he did. He had his own weaknesses, but he's 86 now and looked pretty good. At those times, the Spirit is with us, searching us out and making intercession to God for us. And then he says, because of these things, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. None of this can be separated and still be true. It is a unified thought. In other words, we can't say that all things work together for those who love God in the general sense. Okay, lots of people love God, but they have no the true God. For some, the God they love may not be the true God, or they may love the true God, but not have understood the full revelation of himself and thus cannot be pleasing to him. That takes us to John 5.23. Okay, this is just one example, but John 5.23 says, um, let me go to 22. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. This is a giant category mistake that people make about Israel. Israel is God's people. They're by default right with the Lord. That is the furthest thing from the truth. They are so far from the Lord right now that it is almost incomprehensible, okay? We're getting into the pastoral epistles today, and I typed uh, John, uh, I mean, 1 Timothy 1, 14 or 15, and it is perfectly evident from what he was saying there. Same, same idea. But anyway, just because Israel is God's people and they're back in the land in order to be restored to God eventually, they are not right with the, with the Lord. They do not have the Son. So this does not apply to them in any way, shape, or form. If you're John Hagee out in Texas, then he says it's dual covenantalism and they're saved through works of the law. That's absolutely crazy. He's a heretic. Okay? There's no such thing as dual covenantalism. There is either the original covenant, which is in effect, or it is annulled in Christ's blood, and now we're in the new covenant. There's no such thing as two covenants, and you cannot be saved apart from Christ. Okay, And then he equivocates on what being saved uh, in Christ means, so that he says they're all saved through Christ, but they're saved by 
the law of Moses, which Christ gave them. Absolute heretic. Don't ever listen to that guy. It's crazy. If you don't believe me, I'll send you the stuff that he has. I've got it, you know, in my computer of the things that he said over the years. And in fact, he's actually said directly, I'll send you the video link if you want that as well, where he said that Christ has never claimed to be the Messiah. Well, how many times in the Bible does, uh, one, he specifically called the Messiah several times, but how many, Jesus says prayer that he is the Christ. Well, the meaning of Christ is Messiah. It's the Greek word for Messiah. Okay. So anyway, I don't want to get off on the John Hagee. We got more to do in the next verse, but uh, be careful who you listen to because just because somebody is a great orator and says things with authority does not mean that he is saying proper things with authority. Okay. So we'll get off that. Having said that, John 5.23, if you don't honor the Son, then you're not right with the Father. Okay, having said that, we know that all things work together, according to Paul. This is referring to the creation while it is in its fallen state, as was noted in the previous verse. Creation is in a fallen state. It fell when man fell, and everything is in a state of you know, it, we're in just a creation that is not right. Somebody emailed me about the, that this week, and I said, well, we've got all kinds of things that show that the creation isn't right. We've got meteors that slam into the world. We've got people that die. We've got puppies that die. Um, we have, um, uh, right from the fall, you will work by the sweat of your brow and thorns and thistles, implying that those weren't there before. If you look at the rotation of the sun, it's on a 365-day calendar. But the Bible shows us a 360-day calendar. And so things are not as they should be. Creation fell when man fell, okay? But Paul is saying that all things work together. That is, in this dispensation, okay, all of the common elements around us are being used toward a good end for those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. God has an end to this current state, which he will, which will come about as he directs. This is coming. It is something that we have to have faith in because we look at the world and how bad it is right now, and we say, well, how can that be? That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, okay? We live by faith, and we live not by sight. Somebody emailed me about that today. He says, it, it seems that dispensationalism kind of downplays the miraculous. And I said, I perfectly believe in healing, faith healing. I don't believe in faith healers, okay? We pray because the Bible tells us to pray. When somebody's sick, we pray for them, okay? It is possible that we will pray for somebody and they will be healed. But when it happens, the Lord will do it in such a way that people that do not want to believe are going to say it was a fluke or it was the doctor that gave him that funny medicine on that day. He gave him the wrong medicine. It's all that. But I know that God heals. He does the miraculous. He does not do it in a way where we can say, I have sight, we only have to have faith in it. And he, that is intentional in this dispensation. I do not believe in all of the things that people claim of the apostolic gifts. They ended at the end of the apostolic age. The foundation was laid.